Today is May 30th, 2017, and this is Super the Hardest. And like soaping up Putin's back channel, we are your hosts, <laughs> John, Moe, and Dave. Das Vidania. <laughs> Comrades. Privet. Good to have you. David. <laughs> Ah, some good stuff. That's some good stuff. That is, hello, my name is David in Russian. Oh, wow. Well, aren't you worldly? I no. also know how to aren't say... Aren't you preparing for the future? Yeah, dog. <laughs> in Russian. Yeah, dog? Da sabaka. <laughs> why, why would you ever need to know that? Well, when I went to Russia, I picked up a few things. What if you were talking to a dog? Oh. Yeah, dog. And you agreed with him? Yeah. yeah. Or her. Yeah, dog. Uh-huh. Da sabaka. I feel like it's been a bit of time since we've been here. Oh, man, me too. But I feel like I also say that every time we do this because it always has been a bit of time. The TV's back. The TV's I can back. yell at you to Google stuff for me now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I set up the, the monitor. We're good to go. The Googler. We're plugged in. Um, before we uh, start with our regularly scheduled program, I did an interview. Ah. Did uh, you get the job? Uh, no. No. Um, no, so I... I <laughs> Recently, I've, I've become semi-obsessed with this band called Pile. Like Dog Pile. Like Dog Pile, yep. Gross. Uh, they're a band out of Boston. And, uh, uh, out of where? Boston. I, 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 Boston. Can't, I can't do accents. I can't do a Boston, Boston. accent either. Yeah. I can't do accents do I just at put all. A, do I put a, 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 an I in there? Boa. Boa. Boston. A W, Boa. maybe? Boston. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're a band out it's of Boston. It's Boston. They're they're, they're wow. kind of an indie rock band out of Boston, but of I, Boston. I don't think that term really does them justice. They're very unique, Are they at, not, least, I, at least to my ears. What's so up? I have not heard them at all. Yeah, I thought they were like heavy metal. No, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they are not. That's at why all. I asked you guys if you were going to have them up on. I feel like Dave's shouting on, on metal up your ass. Metal up your ass. Yeah, yeah no. I was like Dave's shouting at us. No, it? they. I mean, oh, they, they, they get pretty it's, heavy it's, in some it's, spots. Is my mic too loud? I'll calm down. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Just bring it down. So that's why I was asking. I mean, they, they've got some you, heavier you, tunes, but I never would. I never would. They never approach. Metal. Yeah, dog. Okay. Uh, Dasabaka. Dasabaka. At their heaviest, I'd say they're <laughs> they're like they're like post punk ish. Maybe I don't know. Even that's a bit of a stretch. Um, but uh, they're they're a pretty unique band. Um, I can't remember exactly how I heard of them. I think I read an article about them online at some point just before their latest album came out, and it said something to the effect of you know. Uh, you know, Pile is one of the most unique bands, and it's also rock current rock and roll bands, and they're, they're also one of the best or something. So I was like, oh, who's this? So anyway, it turns out they've been around for a good decade or so, um, and they're, uh, the main guy's name is Rick. I like the guy because when he goes out, he does, like, solo shows, and um, his name is Rick McGuire, but uh, he does solo shows under the name Rick from Pile. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fucking no-nonsense. I like that. Um, so anyway, I read this article and I was like, oh, I should check these guys out. So I, I pulled them up on YouTube and watched some videos, um, some of just Rick from Pyle and some of them of the whole band. And uh, I, like I said, I never really, I've never really seen or heard a band like this, um, exactly like this. I mean, they have influences, obviously. Um, so there's, you know, it's not like they're revolutionary or anything. But yeah, I don't hear a lot of bands like this, I guess is my point. So... Here's the story. I was sitting at home uh, with Craig, um, and I think he and I were having a few drinks. You don't say. You don't say. And uh, could have happened. 
And I was like, and, and I was talking to him about Pile. I'm like, you got to check out this band called Pile. And um, they were coming to town. Uh, they were playing at 7th Street. And uh, so I suckered Craig into uh, going with me, even though we'd never heard of him and had no idea. And Did then it turn out about the same as Wolf Wolfpack? Or better, better than Wolfpack. Better I, than I enjoyed Wolfpack. them more than Wolfpack. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then I was sitting there and I was like, was it you, Mo, when I started tweeting Rick? Were, were you with me or was that Craig? No, that was Craig. So uh, this is a different time now, having a few drinks with Craig. Now John's shouting at us. And I'm still I going. I really don't feel like either of us are shouting, man. And I'm still going on about Pile again. And I'm, you know, this Not is a couple weeks later. Says. <laughs> and I, 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 look up Pile, I look up Pile's Twitter account. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could get them on the podcast. You know, I've had a few drinks. Yeah. It never occurs to me. Okay, so I get them on the podcast. Then what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I yeah. going to do? Uh, hey, man. Uh, welcome to Super the Hardest, uh, the world's greatest unknown podcast. Um, so anyway, so I I send I send Rick from Pile a, a tweet saying, "Hey, thought you I'm wondering if you'd consider being on our podcast." Um, and I was just like, "We talk about random shit. It's called Super the Hardest. Uh, if you don't yeah. want if you don't want it, that's cool. I yeah. know it's I know it's a bit of a weird request. Hey, be on some random dipshits podcast, but." If you're interested, you know, I'd love to love to talk to you. And then I just let it go, figuring he'd never respond. Yeah. Fifteen minutes later. Oh, it's not a weird request. Sure, I'll do it. And, <laughs> and at that moment, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, okay. Now I got to learn how. <laughs> so um, he, he came on after. Uh, so Craig and I went and saw him uh, uh, at 7th Street. And then... Um, uh, I got to talk to Rick on the phone the next day. Um, and here's how it went down. Um, the original plan was to talk at noon. Um, something popped up for me, so I couldn't do it exactly at noon. So I asked him if we could do it at one. He says, sure, that's cool. <clears throat> at one o'clock or just before one, he's like, hey, not going to be able to make it at one. Can we do it a bit later? And I was like, not until after five, you know. So yeah. and I was like, if you can't do it, then that's fine. Yeah. Didn't hear from him at all right the rest of the day so i just i just assumed it's off and i'm yeah and and part of me a little bit relieved because i was like you didn't know what you were gonna yeah talk i was about like anyway. fuck yeah. you know it's fine i had a few ideas of some things i could ask him but you know i'm not like i'm not mark maron you know and i'm not i'm not i'm not a <laughs> you interviewer. carry a conversation well i can but uh, you know again um I, I just i didn't have a whole lot to talk to him about and i didn't want to waste the guy's time um so i'm at home it's about five o'clock uh, I hadn't heard from him, uh, and I'm cooking my kids' supper. And uh, just out of curiosity, um, so Christine's not going to be home from work for a while. She's got a meeting. Cooking the kids' supper. They're outside playing. Out of curiosity, I pull up my laptop on Skype. I'm like, I wonder if he called just, you know, because I didn't hear from him. So, yeah, shit. So I pull up Skype. Sure enough, missed call. Ugh. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. And then there's a message that says, hey, Rick from Pyle, if you want to talk, just give me a call back at this number. Oh. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. And what time was that <laughs> This at? is just like three minutes after five. And that was, that was right when he had called? Or yeah, what? Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. So so I finished the kid's supper real quick, like half-assed, threw it on the They on ate the, dog food. Then. Threw it on the table. <laughs> uh, they were outside playing, so I left a note by the steps that said, Food's on the table. Don't come downstairs. I'm on the phone. All right. Run downstairs. I'm doing dad things. I hadn't even tested this out yet. Like I was doing it through Skype and this uh, 
uh, this program called like Piezo or something. Yeah, I think I I think I did that. Uh, sounds sketchy because it sounds Italian. And I can't know, remember you know what program you use. And uh, I can't find any headphones or anything like a uh, microphone. So I I'm rifling through my closet like just ripping shit out of their cables. Yeah. I find a pair of earbuds that have like a microphone attached to it. I'm like fucking good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I sit down and I take a deep breath and I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna ask him? Because I had how I, was your day? Is a good I had a list start. of quite like just basic questions yeah. that I had written down earlier, so I, I found those quick, and uh, and but I had no follow up questions. Yeah, you know, I had no like expand upon this. You know, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I call him up, and to his credit, super gracious guy, really nice. You know, I mean, he didn't have to call me at all. Yeah, you know, and uh, and he dealt with me for ten minutes, being like so. Uh, Kind of, kind of guitar you play. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but, but nevertheless, it was about that well prepared, you know. So now, did you wrap it up, or is he like, all right, man, uh, I, I, ra- I wrapped it up, okay? Because I, I, I was just like, this has been good enough, you know. I mean, yeah, I, you know, uh, it, it was just cool to talk to him, I guess. Um, so anyway, uh, we're gonna uh, because I, I have a feeling there might be a, a one or two people listening now just for the pile interview. I don't want to make them sit through an hour of our bullshit just to get the. Yeah, that's Get cool. to the part that well, we just up. made him sit through ten minutes of our bullshit. <laughs> ah. That's true. <laughs> Welcome, new listeners. Eat it, yeah. bitches. Yeah, you got another fifty to go. We're Get on Twitter at Super the Hardest. Yeah. Um, so anyway, here is uh, about ten minutes of me uh, talking to Rick McGuire from Pile. So uh, enjoy. Hey, is this Rick? It is. Hey, Rick. This is John. Sorry, I missed your call. It's all right. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Sure, yeah. And uh, I was gonna. I wanted to mention to you. I really enjoyed the show last night at Seventh Street. It was great. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was a fun one. So anyway, like I said, thanks thanks a lot for for talking to me. Um, sure. You, you guys, that was my first time seeing you. You guys get to uh, do you get to Minneapolis very often? Uh, yeah. I think it's probably like the fifth time we've been there. No kidding. Over the course of probably about like eight years though yeah yeah sure um we played anywhere else in minneapolis other than 7th street uh yeah we played medusa when that place was around oh, nice. uh, we played this place called sauce or cause depending on when you went there but i think that's now like an apple store or something <laughs> nice. um and we played a hexagon bar a couple of times oh right on so I'll try not to take up too much of your time since you're since you're on the bus or on the on the uh, on the, in the van and everything. Um, so I have to admit I'm a relatively uh, recent fan of your band. Um, I read an article about you guys online a couple months ago and and I decided to check you out and I was I was really really like impressed <laughs> to say the least. Um, so, but what, what, what I wanted to ask you was, um, a little bit about your, your, your background, um, your musical background in particular. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't able to dig up very much about that online. So, um, when, like r- right around when did you, did you start playing and did you start getting into music? Um, I guess it was when I was like 12, 12 is when I started playing guitar and, uh, and writing songs and stuff. And I was just into like you know, the alternative radio rock of the day, I guess. Yeah. That's what got me uh, got me started anyway. Um, just you, so you say upbeat alternative rock. Are we talking like Green Day and stuff like that? That 
you know, kids, exactly, yeah. Yeah, like kids are into when they're, you know, when they're first starting. Um, it definitely has yeah, like Green Day and Weezer pretty much. Um, did you have like any uh, any sort of uh, classical training? Um, and and I guess the reason I ask is, um, I found your I found your writing style to be to be really really unique, um, at least in what I've listened to. Um, I don't, you know, every now and then you kind of hear a little bit of verse chorus verse chorus, but that doesn't seem to happen very often with Pile. Um, so I was just wondering about any sort of formal training. Um, yeah, I had a little bit of formal training when I started playing. I just taught myself, but then I went to college um, for music. So that sort of gave some, um, some structure to what I was uh, teaching myself, I guess. Yeah, because I, I just noticed, you know, when I listen to you guys, I hear... Like I said, less of the verse chorus stuff, and it seems to operate more on like um, almost movements or, or sections. Like it goes from one section to another, and I find that I guess I find it pretty refreshing and and uh, and really really cool. Um, I don't know. As for the the writing stuff, I always find a little bit more interesting to go away from the formulaic sort of uh, verse chorus verse chorus thing. But sometimes I don't know. Find more recently that it nice to at least allow for one or two songs to have that sort of structure so yeah hair shirt of purpose just came out and um and it's kind of on constant rotation with me and i i was doing um just a little bit of research on you guys and and i found some interviews about your just kind of your process and and what you went through to kind of write the songs um mm. So the the kind of recurring theme has seemed to be, I hear the I, I read the word solitude quite a bit when when you're asked yeah. about when you're asked about this album. So I was wondering, um, I, I guess so the, the the opening song Worms, I kind of I guess I get that vibe that 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 vibe of solitude a, a little bit. Am, am I off base? I mean, can you tell me a little bit about the process behind that song? No, that's definitely. I mean, that's it was almost. Exactly about that. It kind of like shifts from topic to topic, but it's generally just about wanting to be alone and to be to be left alone. <laughs> sure. So, um, yeah. So that is definitely that, and I think I think that uh, while like lyrically, it shows up a, a handful of times of wanting to wanting to be alone. The music also was mostly written when I was just hanging out by myself. So I think those two things in tandem. Uh, I, I guess also in my research, I've kind of discovered there's a bit of a, a bit of a cult of pile out there. And, uh, and I, I'm wondering, did the solitude thing, was that, was that more of like a, like a, a personal thing for you or was, was part of that because of the, uh, the, the pretty uh, hardcore falling you had, you just kind of felt you needed to get away a bit. Um, it was, it was the former, it was just like a personal sort of, I just didn't enjoy my own company. So it's, um, nice to sort of, I mean, especially with, I think leading up to that point where I was hanging out by myself, I had been touring a lot, like as much as, as I could, um, physically and mentally allow. And then, and then some, honestly, and so then you know, by the end of all that, it was just kind of, uh, you know, 
it was great to just be alone for a while and, and not talk and just and or you know just the whole thing so yeah it was um yeah so that was that was mostly the but uh, i guess you know the the people that have been like supportive or enthusiastic about what we do has not been like a it's seldom intrusive so it's not uh, it's not tortured rock star business huh um no 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 (laughs) (laughs) no um so so going back to going back to worms the song i also noticed um, in the new album, there's I, I've, I've noticed the word worms and the kind of theme of worms pop up a few times. It's just it was sort of something to tie tie things together, and I think the idea of of people being being worms, sort of blind creatures, uh, just sort of wriggling around and without any real direction, hopefully finding food and just being kind of gross, <laughs> is uh, is like kind of a fun visual to play with. Yeah, and I know sort of like given the whole like writing. I mean, the whole two years or last few years were like everyone was talking about a presidential election. So, oh yeah, the idea of people sort of not knowing what they were talking about and being annoying about this this uh, that presidential election definitely sort of helped me think of thinking of uh, people as worms. Yeah, so so kind of uh, uninformed yet being very loud about their misinformation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, being sort of blindly driven by something and just being kind of gross about it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I hear you. So we we talked about your musical background a little bit and um, that you went to school for music. Um, so what was what was before Pile like? Were there were there bands that you were in, and um, and then how did you eventually meet Chris and Matt and those guys? Um, I was playing in a band called El Toro. Uh, I guess from like ages nine, from like age nineteen to twenty three. Yeah. And um, but when I was like twenty one is when I started playing as like a, a Pile as like a solo project. And um, so, yeah, when that band broke up when I was 23, uh, then I decided to sort of do Pile as a, as a band thing. So I met Chris. We both worked at the same grocery store. And uh, I had known both Matt Becker and Matt Connery from just playing shows with our uh, each of our old bands. So, yeah, and then after, like, some lineup shifting around it, it sucked for for a bit i i just i mean i just want to say i don't know if chris is anywhere near you but if you could pass on the message i think he's an amazing drummer that guy is uh he's a very musical drummer and i i really appreciate that that's that's really cool yeah he's great it's great playing with him yeah um so i i guess i don't really have too much else i don't want to take up too much of your time i just uh i really appreciate you uh taking time out of your day and rescheduling and whatnot for me. It's, it's really cool of you. So, um, thanks no, a lot. Fine. Thank you. Thank you for being, uh, willing to ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot. Have a good show. Awesome. Thanks, dude. All right. Take it easy. You too. Bye. All right. So that's 10 minutes of me babbling to Rick from pile. Could have been worse. <laughs> it yeah, could have been worse. Think... It could have been worse. Uh, yeah. It could not have been. Uh, it, it would have been better if it wasn't me out of breath because I was hauling ass, <laughs> right. uh, trying to find cables and you know running to get the 
fucking phone call. I thought your questions were pretty well prepared for having like five minutes to get it right. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that, Dave. But what a nice guy, though, you know, Dave. Yeah, well, Dave, too. Uh, no, but Rick, you guys. what a nice guy for taking taking uh, ten minutes to to talk to uh, talk to our silly podcast. So anyway, close. Um, close enough. So their latest album uh, is called "A Hair Shirt of Purpose." I wanted to ask what the fuck that meant, but uh, I was just like, "Is this like some sort of like phrase that?" That like old phrase that I have no idea. Is, you this, know, like, is this the album right here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, have, I have no idea. What, I'm just ignorant. I don't know what the hell this means. Have you guys ever heard that before? Hair shirt or purpose? No. no. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, I don't feel a hair dumb shirt then. or yes. short shirt, as in something you wear. Yeah, a hair shirt. I guess a hair short of purpose would make more sense. Would make sense. Maybe this is just a play on words. Uh, I, I have know. seen or have you seen a shirt a coat of hair? made out of hair? Yeah. yeah. Like, there was those famous moleskin pants. A mole hair suit. Ooh. Oh, mole hair. That was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that goes on your feet. Uh, moleskin, those are the uh, notepads. Yeah, I love those. Um, anyway, so we're going to play uh, just a little little section of one of uh, of one of uh, the songs off of A Hair Shirt of Purpose. Um, it is uh, it's a song called uh, A Rope's Length. Um, I kind of mentioned when I was talking to him that uh, there are verse chorusy things uh, to their structures of to the structures of their songs, uh, uh, but more often it's more like there. Here's this section, and then there's this section that might have a verse, chorus, first chorus, but then it goes off to this section. You know, it's it's uh they're they're really interestingly composed as far as structure goes. Okay. So we're gonna start this tune kind of in the middle of it. You've already got it dialed in. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. all good to go. I didn't want to have you have to fumble around. He with arrived it. 45 minutes early, Dave. Appreciate you <laughs> yeah. just, just to prepare this. <laughs> Super serious about it. So, I don't know. We'll play about a minute. I'm, of I'm this not kidding, too. Dave. That actually happened. No, I believe you. Yeah. yeah. Our timing was a little off I put more. <laughs> I put more pro- time into preparing the record than I did the interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. also true. You got, the fo- you got the flashlight on your phone. You're like, all right, just right. Okay. Roll um, it back a little bit. I'm going to okay. make it up to him. So, anyway, this is, this is a bit of a rope's length. Some fine-tuning from Pile.
That's a little snippet. I like from, it from their latest album. Yeah, it, I it, want to listen to the whole album now. It's hard for me to. It was hard for me to choose like clip here, clip there. Yeah, you know, like yeah. which one is uh, representative um, of the whole album. But I thought this was a good. That was a good clip to play. Um, anyway, I really like these guys. I've got a couple of their albums now. And is this and, their uh, newest one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one just came out. They've got I think six or seven albums. Wow. Total. Okay. Yeah, that they've put out in the last ten years. Um, and they're all like really different. Um, there's one song, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting what it's called. It's like pets or something like that, but it's basically about a, a guy who's having a, an affair with an ape and, uh, my interest is peaked. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so there's like a regular version that they did, <laughs> that they did live or that, that they do with the band. I mean, like, you know, full on uh, the full band. Um, uh, and then the video that I watched was actually Rick from pile uh playing it f- in a nursing home uh acoustically and uh, it, was, it was wow fucking interesting <laughs> watching <laughs> watching him sing a song about you know a dude having an affair with an ape and you know the ape rolls off of him and you know ignores him or something you know after uh, you know post-coital uh-huh. uh it was, it was an interesting video um it was kind of fun but anyway so the band's called pile uh, they're on like Spotify and Apple Music and stuff. If you want to look them up, that's it. That's it. On with the show. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Dave, what are we drinking? This is a rhubarb smash, which I think I've made for you guys before. It sounds familiar. I don't remember having time in it before, though. Yeah, uh, it's, this is a modified recipe, but you actually make a a rhubarb puree, a rhubarb vanilla puree. Yeah. So, which is like a simple syrup with chopped up rhubarb in it, and you're supposed to add thyme, which I didn't have any thyme, and a vanilla bean. So, with rhubarb, I don't know a lot about you. Just it's the root, or not the root, but the stem. Is that yeah. what it is? The stock, the stock, yeah. Like, yeah. Celery. Yep. like celery. Yeah, yeah. I think the leaves are actually poisonous. They are. Don't oh, eat the no leaves. Oh no, shit. Yeah, yeah. So don't eat the leaves. Um, we used to have like rhubarb growing all over the place mm-hmm. like in our oh, yard man. in our yard and shit. Like I everywhere. don't really make a lot of stuff with rhubarb because I just yeah. don't even know what. It's like to me it feels like people just hide it into baked goods to make it <laughs> yeah. to like, make them like a little bit healthier. But it was called healthier a, in quotes. It was called the uh, the pie the pie plant or something like that. Yeah, my grandma used to yeah, make rhubarb pie all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She used to go in her backyard and chop off with a, sugar. Yeah, but that was, but because you needed so much sugar, pastries really made sense to, to show. Yeah. Them. So the, the rhubarb puree, the recipe is super simple. It's a cup of cup of water, half a cup of sugar, half a cup of chopped up rhubarb, and then you split a vanilla bean, toss it on the stove, let it. Let it cook for a little while till all yeah. the sugar dissolves. Take out the vanilla bean, blend it, and then run it through a strainer. Hmm. And you've got yourself a puree that you can use for cocktails. Ooh. Or just to, like, or I just make, since Jessica's super pregnant right now, my yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> I beat Mo to it. Mo. <laughs> He's not even listening. Fucking bully. <laughs> <laughs> That's bully behavior right yeah. there. <laughs> but you can make it into it. You just pour a little bit into the glass with a little bit of lemon juice and use um, sparkling water. You got yourself a soda, oh, a yeah. rhubarb smash soda, rhubarb which is also soda. very delicious. Pairs yeah. well with thyme. We should take a break so, Mo can, or so Dave can make us another one of these. 
Probably. Sounds good. Boom. I've got stuff for us Dave, to sample. Dave, less too, talking, right? more making. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. These drinks are fantastic. They are. I'm glad you like them. What does rhubarb so, taste like without a shitload oh, of sugar? Like if you just, just bitter as hell. Yeah, it's super like sour. Tart. Yeah, yeah. tart. Yeah. So sour. I just bit into yeah. the stem. Like a choke cherry. You ever bit into a choke cherry? I think so. Makes yeah. your mouth go dry. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that it's only because normally simple syrup equal parts sugar water. Yeah. And this one was only half the sugar to a cup of water, which was surprising to me because huh. it's still really sweet. Yeah, that's mm. good. All right, so Dave, you've got some, uh, what do you got, chips yes. or cookies or what's going chips on today? Chips tonight. All right. I've been hitting you guys pretty hard with the Pringles train. Oh, the P train. Yeah. We're going to take a break from Pringles. I, after the last podcast, I felt like shit okay. from all the chips that we ate. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. Well, you guys we, feel like that? A little a little run down. Okay. Good well, because we tested, what, four chips? And yeah. all the taste testing? Yeah. There I was, went home and I wanted to puke. I... <laughs> I am not exaggerating this. I had a chemical burn on my tongue <laughs> yeah. for three days after because nice. of one of those chips. Yeah, there was a spicy one in there, wasn't the it? The spicy one yeah. literally burned my tongue. <laughs> oh, and not in yeah. like a spice, like a bad chemical burn burn. Yeah. Das Baca. <laughs> das Baca. Das Baca. Das Baca. All right, so what are you going to I burn? also had to know. In German, Yahund, which is, I like that way better. Yeah. No, that means, yeah, dog. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah. mean I like that way better. Whatever. So uh, so no, what are you going to burn us with tonight? I get it. Do we have to guess the flavor again? No, I'm not no. going to make you guess. Okay, okay. Because have you ever guys, have you guys ever been eating a chip and you think to yourself, <laughs> man, I wish I was eating a different flavor chip about halfway through? Almost immediately, usually. Are, these real, are they like half and half? Let me tell you, the the scientists at Doritos <laughs> have come up with something very magical Sci- if it works. Scientists We're a bunch Doritos. of first world assholes is what we are. <laughs> <laughs> These are considered Doritos heat wave. Right. Ooh. It's two experiences in one chip. Wow. Okay. So your first taste is going to be Chipotle cream. Ooh, I like that. Right. And then... The heat. <laughs> they didn't bother to describe the flavor of the heat. It's just heat. Heat. <laughs> heat. Yeah. Some more chemical burn. Yeah, exactly. Dave did not learn his lesson. Yep. Chipotle cream. Hold on to you your guys butts. are not ready for the rest of the things I have for tonight. <laughs> Probably not. Probably bought, brought us like uh, you know sweat socks flavored soda or something. <laughs> oh man, remember that shit that oh, MC yeah. sent us a yeah. long time ago. Like sweat flavored soda. I'll give you a something. hint about the soda. Yeah, one of them. It's shitty. One of them. It's just gonna make you glad to be an American. All right. Okay, mm. they smell good. Oh, got a little bit of heat on the end of that sniff. <laughs> Burned your nostrils. Your nozzles. Yeah. There you go. All right. Pass them around. There was there was two versions, and I went with this one. The other one was barbecue, then heat. Wait, I don't get it. So. I think while you're eating it, you're supposed yeah. to get chipotle cream, and, and then, then all of a sudden the, the flavor turns to heat. Right, well, I'm going to eat it. This is like the hyper color t shirts. I'm going to Yep. Yep. Here comes the heat. Wow. The heat does The heat does hit you on the back end. It was chipotle cream at the Ooh. beginning. Ooh. It's not too bad. No. But the heat is just. Just that. It's yep. 
just it's just hot. Yeah, it's not flavor. It's it's, uh-uh. it's very slow. That part's it's a stupid. slow burn. They must uh, they must spray the chips. Then you have to your saliva has to get through them to get to the heat. Whoa! It's like a Clark W. Griswold joint right here. We need to read the back of this bag. Okay. New Doritos Heat Wave delivers a one-two kick. Ooh, it's getting it's getting hotter as it goes here. Mm-hmm. First, it's cool and tangy. Then it's wait for it, fiery hot. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Once you crunch, a burst of heat is released for an intense flavor experience. Are you bold enough to try them? <laughs> Heck yeah, we are, Doritos. Well, that's a personal challenge, Doritos. <laughs> you wonder about the poor, the poor sap that has to write that shit on the back of the bag. And then he brings it in like, no, that is not challenge, <laughs> challenging enough to the consumer. You need to. Do you, you think he goes threaten their manhood? Do you think he goes home and brags to his to his wife? No, I, I think he goes I home freaking, alone and cries at I night. I freaking nailed it today. English degree paid off. Listen to this, babe. babe. Fiery hot. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I could have been with the pilot. <laughs> All right. Could have married a pilot. So I'm kind of wishing I brought a cool down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need yep. milk. And I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I don't have any milk. I didn't. Nice. <laughs> I didn't. Way to go, Dave. All right, so we don't have any... Uh, Fiery hot. We don't have any uh, letters today. But if you would like to uh, send us an email, please do so by writing mailbag, oh. mailbag yeah. at mojomenace.com. dot com. Yeah, this they're is kind just, of, this is just dumb. Yep, yep. Like, they're, they're not great. No, they're just they're so they taste like your head sweating. Yeah, nice. Like, like the Monterey Jack. Yeah, like that's what the the front end was like. Uh huh. That smooth kind of creamy. Oh, that's nice. Uh huh. And then it just is shitty. Yep. It got real hot. Like, yeah, they get really did. hot. Yeah. As, as in like artificially hot. Yeah. Like, I'm going to eat this little pile and then I'm done. Yep. Because chemical burns on my tongue. So send us an email with your story of chemical burns to mailbag at <laughs> mojomenace.com. Once again, that's mailbag at mojomenace.com. My next uh, chip will not be spicy. I'll say I'll do that. We've got a couple drunk dials. Can't say that about the drinks, though. <laughs> we've got a couple drunk dials from the same guy here. Uh, so we're going to play both of them. He sends them a week apart. Let's roll. Hello, Dave, John, and Mo. I realized I uh, never actually gave him my fucking name last time, so I'm Joe from Long Island. And after 10 years of fucking trying, I'm actually going to be directing playing soon. I I have just been hired as an air draft controller, which means I get to go to Oklahoma for six months fucking for training. The Fuck, I don't even know what to say to that. So it's not important, so let's move on. Last episode, you were talking about Belgian beers. So I was wondering, have you ever tried Only Gang Brewery? It's a New York local brewery. They make some absolutely fantastic Belgian beers. In particular, I recommend the Hennepin, the Abbey Ale, and the Three Philosophers. The Abbey Ale is a Belgian double. Absolutely delicious. The... Hennepin is a farmhouse Saran, or however the fuck you say it. Wonderful, light, fruity notes, very crisp. And the Three Philosophers is a beautiful, lambic cherry Belgian quad. Just these wonderful notes of dark fucking cherry. Uh, Also, sorry, I say fuck like it's a fucking comma. But beautiful fucking beers. I've 
always wanted to go up and visit the brewery, but until now I've been poor. But hey, this sucks. Now I'm going to be an air traffic controller. So as soon as I'm fucking done with Oklahoma City, maybe I'll fucking send you some. Other than that, not important. Oh, thank you for listening to me. Goodbye. I like that. Thanks for for listening. (laughs) Hey. I have uh, so many questions for Joe uh, from do, Long how, Island. Yeah, how does one get into air traffic control? I heard it's one of the most stressful jobs you can have. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. You got lives in your hands. Oh, we have had oh my, oh my all, God. all of those. Yep. I, re- I remember uh, three philosophers yep. for sure. Is there a... Wait, you've had all those? Yep. Yeah. Is there a Twin Cities so connection with this with this brewery? I don't think so. Well, I, just because the Hennepin thing. It, it, oh, uh, no, I don't think so. No. Um, all right. Yeah, they're all good. He's not. He's not no, wrong. He, he's not wrong. But yeah, uh, air traffic control though. I like it. You. I would imagine it's gonna be a lot of. What's your vector, Victor? <laughs> a lot of those jokes. Uh, Man, real, guys, is that a joke? I don't know. Lives are on the line, John. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done with the chips. Yeah, me too. I had to put some back. They got real hot. Yeah, after like five of them, it's as in just, like it's painful. real shitty. Uh-huh, like, yeah, I had four. I think they might be the hottest chip I've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't joking when they said then. No. We're not Jeez. We're not bold enough. No. We're not bold enough. As it turns out. No. Uh, so uh, I just like my food to taste. As it turns out, Joe did not call twice. <laughs> I mean, he did, but like three months ago, and I'm pretty sure we already played that one. Um, so we're going to play this guy instead, an old friend. Here it is. Hey, what's up? Super the hardest. It's Dale. It's been a long time since I left a voicemail. Question for you guys is, is there has there ever been anyone that has tried to recommend a game to you that's countless uh, requests to play it uh, found the most effective way is if a friend has just randomly dropped a game over and said, don't return this until you beat it. So I feel guilted and obligated to play it. And it's only happened three times and it's worked out the best. It happened to me for Kirby Superstar, which wound up being the only Kirby game I played. I really loved it. Just really haven't gotten around to playing the other one. Portal 2, which, uh, it took me a while to get the hang of the portal controls, and I just ended up absolutely loving Portal 2 when I finally got around to playing that. And uh, South Park Stick of Truth RPG on 360, just a fantastic uh, take on RPG for South Park. wonder if it ever happened to you guys or if you've just done it to other people where you're like, hey, John, hey, Mo, here, play Bayonetta. Don't bring it back until you're done. All right. Love, always loving what you guys are doing. Please keep them coming. Talk to you guys later. Gruel. <laughs> Gruel. Uh, I I can't really think of anything offhand. I just I know I bought Dave Earthbound and he still hasn't finished it. That's also funny. That's funny because I think you're the only person that's done it to me. Yeah. I, yeah. When people do that to me, I just pretend it never happened. <laughs> yeah. How do you know I haven't beat Earthbound? Because I, I suspect you would have told me. Yeah, you no, would tell I him. Beat it. I don't even think you made it to four side yet. Have you? No, I think I'm on three. Threed. Threed. Ugh. Um. I, I'm. I'll. I'll finish it. Don't worry. Mm. I finish where I start. I doubt it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, I'm just, a finisher, man. Just saying. <laughs> Closer. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever done that to me, though. The other game was that when you guys gave me the Wii U. Oh yeah. bullshit! That is bullshit. What? Yeah. Okay. What, am I forgetting something? Curious twin. You gave it to me as a present. You yeah. Never, you never said finish it. You know. Don't. Uh, you well, know, whatever. I, after you were so cruel. To its clear genius, game sucks. It's a bad port of a good game. Yeah, it's not good. Wow, 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, see, like that. It's been like that for like eight years. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we need to open that one tonight. Yeah. No. I don't know about. I don't care anymore. Got, got <laughs> <some> <laughs> the game straight up about. sucks. <laughs> it was such a thoughtful gift. Don't worry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit him where it hurts right now. Do All right. right. Go ahead. You forced me to buy the wonderful one one. Yeah, that game's great. I did not enjoy it. Don't care. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> the controls were too. Yeah, you know what? Oh, I love that game. I top you. What's that? I bought it. Yeah, I didn't even open it. <laughs> <laughs> that game might be worth a little cash these days. Uh, you know, oh, maybe. Yeah, if you can game. find someone that wants to play it. Game's uh, on. Oh, zing Yahoo! Das Das Vakas. That's like the bears or something. So, the so, cows. So close. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't think of anything uh, where somebody did that to me. Uh, maybe it's happened, but not that I know of. Or not that I can think of offhand. The only one I can think of is me buying you Earthbound and making you play it. I And making me buy it twice, really. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's too that's bad all. That's too bad for you, Dave. Yeah, it's only, <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. I had, I had some fun with it. I'm going to finish it. Oh. Don't worry. Yeah, I'd finish it, too. Yeah. All right. So 612-424-3835 <laughs> is our drunk dial line. Uh, what's next? You guys want to do some news? Uh, sure. You guys want to do some news? You ready? Well, do you want to try... Oh, since yeah. we have two beverages yeah, left, do you want to try one of the beverages first? Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. My drink's and, empty. And so we've I... got a beer, too, right? Yep. So we got a lot of beverages wow, to try. There's a lot to get through today. Empty yeah. your bladders before you go home, so guys. So many consumables. <laughs> All right. We need more cups. Oh, I right. use my just drink here. All right, that's fine. I got to wash them out. I want I want Why? you guys to taste these clearly. Oh, I got you. I want to taste it with time. Just pause it. Oh, bitch. All right, so Dave, you got a you got soda. I have got a soda. All right, does it taste like ball sweat? It could. All right, I mean, is that like the flavor on the no, label? No, 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 no. This is. All right. It's uh, you know, just like. Just like the scientists at Doritos are uh-huh. always trying to figure out new flavors that America's going to like. us, yeah. Yeah. Are you sure they're scientists? Maybe they aren't just assholes. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, our friends at Pepsi are doing a lot of research these <laughs> I days. I don't have any friends at Pepsi, Dave. You know, they, right. had, they had that rough spot with the commercial where the protesters just gave a Pepsi out and everybody yeah, was yeah. happy. Kendall and Jenner? Yeah, 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 solved world problems. Yeah. Strangely uh, enough, that didn't work. In fact, when a dude actually did that, they, you know. Some guy actually bought, tried to do that? No, he didn't try. He did it. He went to a city council meeting. Freaked him the fuck out when he walked away from the microphone toward the city council. Yeah. And they all started shouting at him, get back, get back. Yeah. And he put a Pepsi down on the counter and said, I just thought we could make, you know, make this all go away. <laughs> wow. That's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> wow. He's like, Kendall Jenner told me it was yeah. cool. I mean, Pepsi told me it was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, and also you're a bunch of assholes. Yeah. So... I don't want to scare you guys too much about yeah. this Pepsi. Ball sweat. But is it Crystal Pepsi? Nope. Crystal meth Pepsi? You know how it went from <laughs> Chipotle cream and then heat? Okay. Is this is this pepper Pepsi? It's Pepsi Fire! <laughs> you just peaked everything, Dave. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what Pepsi will taste like on fire? I haven't. Well, haven't. there you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so what's the premise behind it? It's a cinnamon-flavored cola. Oh, shit. Oh, that sounds awful. It does. I love cinnamon, does. and that does not sound good. <laughs> Let's do I don't this, even like boys. Cinnamon. I don't even like cinnamon. 
How do you not like cinnamon? Oh, I don't. Galley. I don't hate it, but it's just I don't care for it. That I doesn't will, make any sense. I, I, like, will, I like cinnamon oh, toast. Holy cow! Well, that I, tastes like cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Like so, a shitload I, I like, like cinnamon. Like cinnamon candy. You know, like shit okay, like that. like Red Hots. Yeah, those are okay, but I. You know. Well, what other cinnamon candy is there? I, I'm just saying, I don't like them. I'm not. You know, huh. I don't not like. I don't hate them, but I'm just. I like, don't know yeah. what the hell you're talking about right now. Uh, they're just like a five out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a friend of mine at work. A solid D plus. <laughs> <laughs> you pass, but barely F minus. Oh. Yeah, it smells. Oh, it smells, it smells awful. Absolutely terrible. Oh, that's bad. Oh. <laughs> it smells like it smells like flat Pepsi. So a friend of mine at work and cough syrup texted me yes. this weekend. <laughs> texted me it's this like, weekend. It's like if you carbonated cough syrup and then it went flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he texted me this weekend and he said, "Dude, or he just sent me a picture of the twelve pack. That was it." I was like, "Oh man." Bring me one of those. Yeah. I want to try it. Yeah. So then he comes to work today. With like, a 12-pack. He's like, what did you think? He was like, eh, I'll let you try it. <laughs> oh, no. Proceeds to hand it out to four different people. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, I brought you a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. He said he drank two and a half of them over the weekend. <laughs> so when we were kids. And he um, said they were absolutely terrible. There used to be these rubber erasers that were Coke erasers. Yeah, I remember and they that. they smelled like Coke. Yes. That's what this smells like. Uh-huh. Oh, it smells terrible. It does smell terrible. It smells like rubber and Pepsi. Yep. Seriously, when is a food food uh, brand going like to I sponsor said, Dave, me for they're this? They're not scientists. I want to try assholes. all this stuff. Assholes, right. Dave. Yeah, let's give it a go. All, all right. right. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Not as bad as it smells. No, it's not as bad as it's not nearly as bad as it smells. No, it actually tastes better than it smells, which is somehow a thing. I don't like Pepsi. I'll have well, you know like I'm breaking my no soda rule for this game. Yeah, it's true. Oh man, uh-huh. yeah, no, it's, it's fine though. <laughs> and I've got another soda for us to try too. Yep. Oh, way yeah. off the way off the wagon. Yeah, this that, doesn't this doesn't qualify though. I'm doing yeah. this for doesn't for, this the, for the podcast. What? Wait, no, you're not long, doing this for science. You're doing it for assholes. How long have you been on the no soda rule for a long time? This will be three years in October. Yeah. So, how many sodas have you had in the three years? Zero. This is the first soda you've had in three years, and yeah. it's a Pepsi Fire. Yep. Oh man, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah, it's bad. It. Yeah. We got a little bit it more. It just doesn't taste like no, anything. No. no, I mean it, it's not. It tastes like a Red Hot with, the, like somebody dropped a Red Hot in a Pepsi. But yeah. but the carbonation is not there. Yeah, it's not as bad as I thought it would be based on the smell. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, I Pepsi. don't like regular don't, Pepsi, yeah. so I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. I'm not. I wouldn't drink a whole can. No, no, it's not as awful as. Well, I, I'm also somebody, not going to dump out what's off, in my glass. Offered it to me, I'd say no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> would you though, Dave? Yes, I would. Are you sure? I don't drink that much soda. I mean, somebody offered you one. Okay, well, someone offered me one, and, and I said, said yes. Thank you. Yes. Now that I've tasted it, I would say. I've tasted it and I've seen. Can it's you not do this? <laughs> All right. I can do something better than that. They can't see what you're doing, oh. assholes. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's on, pretty good. Cool. I got to take hold my on. headphones yeah, do off. It. Do it. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Nobody can see you. Oh, ready for this? so cool. Yeah, do from... it. I'm ready. Like, here's the church. Here's the steeple. No. Nope. Oh, nope. try that yeah. on the side. Yeah, try <laughs> no it. idea what you just oh, did. Oh, you, you cross your hands. I did it. Fold them inside. Yeah, I don't have those ape monkey arms like put you have. <laughs> put a hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then put your yeah. Well, this is fantastic. I Let's do I some do it news. I've been a lot. I'm fatter than I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's do some news. It all started two A-holes. years ago. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> when I got obsessed with testing chips and sodas. <sighs> all right, can we do news? In bed. I don't know. Do can we do news? Let's well, do yes. news. Yes. Is it a contest? Ready. Because oh, I'm yeah. ready to win. Oh, yeah. It's a contest. <laughs> My veins are on fire from these chips and this soda. Mm-hmm. Your butt's going to be on fire from those chips. Can't freaking wait. All man. right, so let's no, recap. You'll, yeah, you'll regret that. Let's recap. I give you guys a handful of news stories that are more or less news stories. Not really. Uh, I give give you points based on your answers to like random questions or challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, an arbitrary amount of points right. based on my mood. Yep. And then uh, we Which award has, a winner. Let's just say it has burned me in the past. A few yep. times. There's a few favorites that, in here. And that I'm has not been one noted. Of them. <laughs> okay. Can I say something really quick? Probably yeah. not. How many points is this going to cost him? So when you <laughs> asked when you asked me who was my least favorite family member, oh yes, oh. yes, I regret I, re- I regretted that, and I texted you back. I think I texted yeah. you the next day. I was like, dude, I feel bad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you left it in. Of course, you didn't oh. tell me to cut it out. No, I didn't tell you to cut <laughs> it out. I think if I told you to, if I begged you to cut it out, you maybe would have. I probably would have. Yeah. Maybe. Well, if he remembered after yeah. two yeah, weeks exactly. when I finally uploaded it, <laughs> exactly. So we were at a family wedding this weekend. <laughs> Jessica's Uncle Gary was there. Yeah, yeah. He was so jolly and nice to me. Oh, that's that karma, it was, bitch. It was just like a stab right into my heart. <laughs> nice. He was just like, Dave, it's so good to see you. Like, how's your family? I'm like, who is this man? I even got in the car. Yeah, you're, he's no longer a shell of a human being. <laughs> I even got I believe in the, that was the quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel bad about that now. I even got in the car and I told Jessica, she's like, what? Are you sure it was Uncle Gary? I was like, yeah, it was for sure him. She's like, I think you're the only person in our family that talked to him at that wedding. <laughs> uh, maybe Gary was trying to turn like over he, a new leaf. He knew. He'd been to therapy. Yeah, maybe Gary's been a longtime listener. Maybe. <laughs> like, I'm going to show that bastard Dave. <laughs> Who's a shell of a human being? That I tripped him. <laughs> He's like, been down. here longer than Dave. All right. First up, the new season of Twin Peaks started last week, bringing back Agent Cooper and the gang for some more whacked-out sci-fi mystery craziness after 25 years. In Twin Peaks, Kyle MacLachlan plays FBI agent Dale Bartholomew Cooper, a clear reference to D.B. Cooper, a the, clear reference. Yes. Oh. The unidentified man who in 1971 hijacked a Boeing 727, extorted $200,000 in ransom money, jumped out its butt, and parachuted to his escape, never to be seen from again. The case remains the only unsolved air piracy in commercial aviation history. One of my all-time favorite TV shows was Unsolved Mysteries. For 10 points... Name the host of Unsolved Mysteries oh from 1987 gosh. to 2002. Alternate, alternately, if you can't do that, the first one to hum the theme song gets five points. To um, what's it called? Unsolved Mysteries. Oh. Um. Yeah, let's go with the guy who's uh, Joe Walsh. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try it. Since he went for the host, I'm going to try it for the theme song. Yeah. Beanie Boo! <laughs> Close, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's 
not running through auto tunes. <laughs> Dave gets two points for being a fucking moron. <laughs> I'm not judging. And it was just that over and over yep. again. Yeah, what right. I the said. host was Robert Stack. Oh, yeah. Robbie Stack. Uh, from, I believe, uh, what was it, uh, Airport? Yeah, is he British? You know, the movies? He's not. Uh, speaking of revivals of popular 90s television, Steven Spielberg has announced that he is bringing back Animaniacs. What? Oh, shit. Yep. That's announced today. No way. That's though, amazing. Yep. Though the network is currently TBD. Reruns of this Netflix. amazing reruns of this amazing cartoon started streaming on Netflix just last year, and it is my belief that my son Zach is single-handedly yeah. responsible for the return of Animaniacs. I believe that because he streamed that almost twenty-four-seven for a good six months in the last year. I <laughs> jacked up the numbers so high that Spielberg Spielberg could not ignore it and brought, decided to bring back the show. That's my theory. Pinky and the Brain were popular recurring characters on Animaniacs, and I have also com- I have often compared Mo to the diabolical Brain. Who then would be the real life Pinky? Oh, Dave. Yeah. 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 I mean, Mo, you got that one. Ten points. Oh, how did Narf? <laughs> how did Mo <laughs> get? Because he said it first. How about this? All right. What did Brain always say? Is Pinky? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. My favorite one is. Yeah, but me and Pippi Longstocking. What would the children look that's like? That's right. <laughs> Come on, that's worth some points. I'll give you one. Up to three. Uh, oh, the, that was a. <clears throat> oh, sorry, my rage got out. The nineties yeah, right. keep rolling on. Pinky was not an angry. Pinky's so stupid, though. Man. Oh, Pinky is lovable. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you one of stupid, but one lovable. of them's a genius, the other's insane. Yeah. Which one's which? To prove their mousy Ooh, worth, they'll uh, overthrow the earth. Who wants some Pepsi Fire? They're no. pinky. No. Pinky uh, and the brain. I'm going to drink brain, a little bit more of it. Let's keep the 90s rolling. Uh, Mo's favorite. Mo's favorite, Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll Isn't be, it ironic? We'll be, teaming up know, with, we'll be teaming up with Diablo Cody to make a musical Ooh. based on Morissette's Ooh. hit album, Jagged Little Pill. Let's do this, Diablo. Leaving us all to speculate how they will depict Alanis giving Dave Coulier a blowjob in a theater and if Diablo Cody will continue to mess up the actual definition of the word ironic. <laughs> Dave Coulier uh, played Uncle Joey in the TGI Friday hit Full House and also went on to host an America's Funniest Home Videos spinoff where getting kicked in the junk was the punchline to every clip. Tell me a true story about getting jacked in the seeds. Oh, man. Oh, I've got a good I played one. soccer. Yeah? And I was standing on the goal box. I was a forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably like fifth grade, maybe. Okay. So I was on the edge of the goal box, goal kick straight at me. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, I got this. Yeah. yeah. And it just square in the seeds. Yeah. Now it's just me and the goalie now. Yeah. But I've been punched square in the nuts by this ball (laughs) and I'm hobbling with the ball (laughs) and I eventually tripped over it. The goalie picked it up. (laughs) I never did get a shot out because I I couldn't move my legs correctly. All right, that's four points for Mo. I like it. Dave? Uh, My parents had a dog named Sonia. I was playing I was playing like tug of war with with a towel. Yeah. And it was like a bowl bullfight yeah so i was shaking the towel in front of me (laughs) 
I move the towel away to tease her. <laughs> she jumps up, chops up the balls. <laughs> <laughs> they, All right. were, they were oh, black yeah. and blue. All right. T- I'm uh, not even kidding. They were act- they were literally <laughs> black and blue. Yeah, puncture wounds? <laughs> no, no puncture wounds. <laughs> okay. but Seven points yeah, for Dave. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, the only one I've got is just Zach went on like through this phase oh. where every day he was yeah. jacking me in the balls. Yep. Just what? I'd oh. be standing there and just yep. like, wham! Yep. Out of punch nowhere. Him. Punch yeah. punching? He yeah. punched me in the balls, too. How <laughs> yeah. old was he when he was doing that? Cause three? Like three, yeah. yeah. Yep. Max uh, is doing his karate moves and he gets dangerously close. <laughs> yep. uh, it's I'll, just the wrong height. You got to get him some stilts. Ultra Street Fighter 2, The Final Challengers, was recently released on the Nintendo Switch with a hefty price tag of $40. Oh, Ooh. it's out now? Yeah, I got it last Friday. This seems a lot for what is essentially a port of a five-year-old game that originally retailed for $20 and was itself a remake of a 25-year-old <laughs> game. Nevertheless, it's a great Street <laughs> Fighter 2 experience on the go. The game adds two new-ish characters, Evil Ryu and Violent Ken, which are basically reskins of the existing Ken and Ryu characters. Pretend you work for Mattel and want to pitch a new violent Ken doll. You've got 30 seconds. Dave, go. All right. He is going to be so muscular. Yeah. That's a little bit freaky. Uh-huh. Red clothes, tattered all over. Right. Scars down, down his legs. Scars on his giant pulsing biceps. Yeah. He's got a button where you pull back his arm and you press his chest, and he just smacks super hard, both super the hardest, both <laughs> arms. He's pandering. Right? He really yeah. is. Yeah. Then you squeeze his legs together. Five seconds. Headbutt. Yeah. Then, then, if we got the budget for it, spring-loaded fireball out of his head. <laughs> All right, Mo. Okay, so. If we got the budget for it. So his legs are red, his torso's white, and his head is blue. Yeah. And he's just he's wrapped in a in a towel that says freedom. Right. Naturally. Of course. Completely ripped. Uh Uh-huh. And all he does is crush anything that looks like it might be not red, white, or blue. (laughs) Specifically not white. I like it. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, this is really about freedom. (laughs) I mean, do you are you with us or are you with the terrorists? I mean, is do I have to okay. say anymore? Right. I got I, I fi- and I got 15 seconds here now to just piss all over the table. Can, can I argue that he really just pitched a hacksaw Jim Dugan <laughs> action figure and not a Ken doll? I find both of your responses underwhelming. I'll give you each two points. He had points. a freaking fireball that was spring-loaded out of his head. Okay, now the key was I said Mattel and Violent Ken. Yeah. I was expecting a Barbie, some sort oh. of Barbie. Yeah, yeah. You guys went oh. literal Street Fighter with this. Well, yeah. Yeah, you didn't catch on to the whole thing. There. I didn't want to go that dark. Yeah, well, darkness wins points in this Man, case. Man, <laughs> I would have I would have done Vietnam can. All right. Uh the Beatles. Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. Dang. He's got a necklace of ear a necklace of ears around. He's just got tattooed tears on his arms. <laughs> his All eyes. Right. Uh, the Beatles just released a remix of their classic nineteen sixty seven album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. The album includes a second disc with outtakes and alternate versions, along with a completely new stereo mix of the original album, which, incidentally, sounds fantastic. Sgt. Pepper was a landmark album and considered to be the beginning of a new era in rock music where the album became more important than the single. 
It was also one of the first popular concept albums, which some which some might argue eventually led to the prog rock bloat of the 70s. Keeping the creativity going, you are the leader of a 70s prog rock band. Describe your concept album. Mo, you can go first. Well, I mean, I've been down this road before, and you assholes always say no, as we have a, it's pretty obvious, we have a cookbook album where every song on the album is a recipe, and that way you never forget how to make any of this stuff, and it's going to be delicious. All right, Dave. You're a shepherd in New Zealand. The I, album can be broken up in four parts. You're already going to give it to them. Each, yeah. each season of the year. Yeah. Every song, so four, three songs this season. Uh-huh. Make it a twelve-song album. Yeah, even fifty minutes probably. Uh-huh. We'll do uh, three three things that happen in each season All as right. it goes. Uh huh. All right. So Dave, I I'm going to give you five points, but I'm going to take away two points because you said it was going to be 50 minutes long. This is a prog rock yeah. album. It's got to be oh, a double gotta, album. Yeah, it's a double album. And oh. you failed to mention Wizards. Rick. I'll do better next time. All right. Probably not. I said uh, New Zealand. <laughs> so did I only got three points? You got then? three points on that one. I said New Zealand. Would you like a quick <laughs> score update? Yeah. Dave 15, Mo 16. Ooh, it's getting tight. <laughs> E3 is coming up soon, y'all. Yeah. Get hyped. Woo. Uh-huh. Let's max these levels. All right. Dave gets four points for getting hyped. I... <laughs> Woo! No questions. Just wanted you to get hyped. I am hyped. Well, what else is there about E3? All the hype that money can buy, boys. All right. Season two of F is for Family is currently streaming on Netflix. Yeah, I got the email today. This underrated show is an animated comedy created by and starring com- uh, comedian Bill Burr and is a very loose telling of his childhood in the 1970s. It's loud, raw, sometimes touching, and very funny. Bill Burr is generally considered one of the great comedians of our time starting his career in the early 90s. A recurring theme in his act is his struggle to manage his anger issues. Let's get real for a minute. Do you have a particular quirk or personality issue you would like to take control of? Or correct? Uh, I don't know if it's a personality quirk. I just I wish I was happier. Yeah? I was hoping you'd say something. I'm just too good. <laughs> no man, it's yeah. too much darkness. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it's depression? No, no, just yeah, just like ah, fuck you. <laughs> all right, you do happy. wish you had a more generally positive outlook. Yeah, all right, all right. I suspect Dave doesn't have that issue. No positivity. I'm I'm okay there. Yeah, I think for me, I I tend to get a little bit too focused on things. Yeah. And like, let's say I'm working on a project. Yeah. Like tonight, I was trying to write up this post, and for the cooking blog with my cooking through my grandma's cookbook. Yeah, yeah. And I'm only home for like two hours with the kids. I easily could have done this post later, but things weren't working. I got really obsessed with it, and I'm trying to do it, and the kids are like, "Come play with me," and I'm like, "Hold on, kids." Uh I lose track of time. I wish I had a better, a little bit better control of that. All right, I uh, I'm gonna give Mo ten points. Dave, I'm gonna give me five. Okay. <laughs> he 
I've got depression. Well, that's not my problem. Uh, after launching its kick- <laughs> after launching its Kickstarter campaign two years ago, Friday the thirteenth, the game was released earlier this week for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I was excited to back the game, but have yet to play a single round due to server issues. It's fucking awesome when you're like, connect with the game. Sorry, Cer- I forgot what game you're talking uh, about. Friday right? the 13th. Okay. You know, can, you hit connect and it's I like even heard of that. waiting. I just saw waiting. an article about it today. Yep. Uh, the premise of the game is simple. You play as either one of, the, one of seven camp counselors who have to escape Camp Crystal Lake before Jason kills you, or you play as Jason trying to kill the counselors before they escape. Friday the 13th was once the flagship slasher horror series of the 80s before succumbing to shitty production and self-parody. I'm a huge fan of the heyday of slasher films and all the cliches that go along with them. What is something that is generally considered cheesy that you consider a guilty pleasure for yourself? Well, Dave's answer is Mariah Carey. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's fair. A uh, cheesy that I Yeah, it's generally considered, you know, kind of cheesy, goofball. But you're like, no, fuck it. It's kind of awesome. Oh. Uh s- sitcom th- themes. All right, theme oh. songs? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. okay. In, per- in particular, the 80s. Yeah. What do we do, baby? Exactly. <laughs> Without us. <laughs> All right, Dave. My favorite movie of all time is Joe versus the Volcano. All right. It took me a long time to admit that to myself. <laughs> yeah. Because I, for a long time I told people Road to Perdition. Oh, you want to be taken seriously. Well, I think that's a really good I think that's a really good movie too. But when it really brass tacks here. Tom Hanks you got in common there. Yeah. It's Joe versus the Volcano. All right. Um, Lloyd Bridges. My, one of my favorite yeah, You don't lines. like either of those answers, do you? No, they're okay. I'll, I'll give you each five. Let me let me throw out a line for you. Yeah. Lloyd Bridges comes into Joe's apartment and says, not a nice place you got here. Smashes <laughs> his cane through his wall. It's good. It's comedy gold. All right. Dave's, not, not Dave's favorite hit. section, lightning round. Yes. All right. We're going to start with Mo this time. Can you explain it again? Yep. I'll give you a topic. You say yes or no. It's my favorite, but I need to remember. <laughs> I'm going to point to you. I'm going to say... Can, gonna, I, can I have 10 points for this? <laughs> I'm going to say the topic. You say yes or no. I tell you if you get a point or not. All right? Mo, mustaches. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Wrong. Fucking gross. Dave, well, college, college football. No. No, fuck college football. That's right. Uh, Mo, the colors orange and blue together. Yep. Goddamn right. My favorite. Yeah, they're complementary colors. Yeah. Dave, coconut monkeys. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Mo, Funko Pop figures. You know, the little vinyl pop figures? Uh, no. You're right. They're getting played out. Yeah. Because you didn't want a Big Bang Theory Funko Pop? No, I just... I, there's like a Funko Pop for everything <laughs> yeah, now. Right? I know. I, I know you can I get know. one for your, lo- like your, your, your local congressman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your city congressman. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave, sombreros. <laughs> yes. You got it. No, the correct answer is fuck yes. <laughs> or C. C. Or uh, Yahoo. Or no. C. Perro. <laughs> <laughs> Mo? He's pushing his luck. You're right. Michael McDonald. <laughs> oh, wow. In in what? Comp- you know, in, in small doses. 
No, 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 no doses. No, pig! <laughs> yeah, fuck Michael McDonald. <laughs> nah, that's worth one. No, no. Uh, that's good. Yeah, uh, but I know, no, right? I hate him so much. Pig! Dave, packing lunches. No, no, fuck packing lunches. Uh, Mo, baseball. Nope. Fuck baseball. That's right. And Dave, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Goddamn right. Uh, that's five for Dave. Three for Mo. Oh, we are at a tie. Oh, oh again. Oh, how does, what are the odds, How does this happen? Fortunately, we have one more. Uh, so today is May 30th. I got to uh, freaking rock this, man. Did you know my sister's birthday was Sunday? No. Neither did I. Oh. Sweet. Weren't you at her house? Uh, on mon- Monday. Oh, right on. Oh, the day after. <laughs> uh, last bit here we've got. Uh, today is the 30th. Uh, tomorrow on the 31st, NASA will make an announcement about the agency's first mission to fly directly into our sun's atmosphere. Uh, the event will air live on NASA television and the agency's website. The oh. mission, called Solar Probe Plus, yep. is scheduled to launch in the summer of 2018, placed in orbit within 4 million miles of the sun's surface and facing heat and radiation unlike any spacecraft in history. The spacecraft will explore the sun's outer atmosphere and make critical observations that will answer decades-old questions about the physics of how stars work. So who do I put on the spacecraft? Uh, no. <laughs> I have an answer for that. Uh, question. Not even, well, I guess distantly related. How long in years will it be before we have definitive proof of life on other planets? <clears throat> oh, Twelve. I have the answer in my head, so you know. As opposed to... What kind of life are we talking? Just any life? Life of any kind. Definitive proof. I'm going to say five. Mo was closer. My answer was 15. Mo wins. I hate this game. <laughs> 15? Come on, man. We yeah. already got people signing up to go to Mars. Yeah, but, yeah, you know... There ain't shit on Mars. Yeah. And Trump, what? Trump, Trump's take all NASA's money away, so... <laughs> We're gonna have fifteen. To, we're gonna have to build bottle rockets again because we got to build that wall. We need that money. Yeah, damn wall. That's right. Brown people getting too close to him. <laughs> uh sorry, Dave. It's cool. Came right down to the wire it's on that cool. one. That was. It's fun. All right. You got another soda? I do. Right. I don't think you guys are ready for this. Uh, probably not. Probably. Not. I don't know if I'm ready for it. All right. All right. Squidding. We gotta pause it because I gotta oh, I gotta right. get my things. Squidding. All right, what's the soda, Dave? All right. Have you guys ever sat at home nope. by yourself? No. Nope. And thought <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this one of the straight face. Have you ever sat at home by yourself and thought, man, I wonder what America tastes like in soda form? Oh god. Have you ever thought that? No. Probably ever thought, tastes pretty stupid. Have you ever thought, man, I wish yeah. I could just cram America into a bottle and pour <laughs> it out into my glass? So it's elephant shit. Is what yeah. You're yeah. No. Uh, well, some scientists. <laughs> tastes like a fucking county fair. <laughs> some scientists at Mountain Dew have done uh, us the favor. I think you mean some assholes at Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah. <laughs> That's also Pepsi. Yes. Pepsi is going nuts with their flavors right now. Yeah. So, really... Mountain Dew, I don't know why they decided to do this, because they already have three flavors that are red, white, and blue. Yeah. Code red, 
Mountain Dew Whiteout, and Mountain Dew Voltage. <laughs> and some guy was sitting in his house, and he thought, heck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. This is why we have to do a video podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> show him over there fucking pontificating about Mountain Dew. Heck. Why don't we just throw them all together in one bottle? Yeah. You know what that would taste like? Yeah. America. Elephant America. shit. So it's all three of those combined? Yep. <laughs> and Mountain Dew called it Dew Essay. <laughs> wow. Mountain Dew, Dew Essay. <laughs> all right. Well, like three we, flavors collide. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just looking at it, and it looks like, like shit. We should kick Dave in the balls It looks right like now. toilet water. You would think that it's like a weird brown. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Well, yeah. But it's kind of like a, if you put it in the light, the lights if are you, No, if you go to the, here, if you're but the, at the, you but know, it's the, like, rest, the fast food re- restaurant, right? And yeah, you, yeah. You got the soda fountain. Yeah, you, yeah. You do the Mississippi mud shit. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. This yeah. this light is not doing any favors. Yeah. No, no. Not shit water. Shit water pink. So this was just. Serendipity, let's say, because a yeah. guy came over to my desk today and he was talking to me about this <laughs> brand new Mountain Dew soda, Dew SA, yeah. and how he loved it. All right. And he was like, you can literally taste the three different flavors <laughs> uh-huh. in there. So I was like, okay, well. All right, man. So then Serendipity shined on me once again. Yeah. Don't show on you. Talk about cheesy movies that I like. Yeah. Serendipity. Serendip- I, don't, I don't know that. Oh, I thought we were back to one. Joe and the Volcano. John Cusack. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that one. Okay. So anyway. Walgreens was selling them two for three. <laughs> yeah, so I have to admit, I John already Cusack tried this movies? today at work. No. Oh. Mountain Dew Dew SAs. Uh. Um, I don't want to ruin anything for you guys, so let's just try it. And then I we'll kind of already it. have. We had the chips, and then we had yeah, the yeah. soda, and then we have another one coming. I don't know why people say America's in trouble right now. <laughs> right? Dew SA. Dew SA. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you. Mo, I know you don't need to drive anywhere, but you're going to want to after drinking this. Yep. To the fucking ER. Oh, that's to Canada. Uh, no. You're going to want to drive around your neighborhood and just chant do SA. <laughs> it would be like any other night around here. Three I'm pretty sure you colliding. just gave Mo my glass. But oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. God. That's Thanks. lavender. Yeah, that's that for is me. a weird color. That is... <clears throat> Like if you milked if you uh you milked grimace, this is might get this. It's like urinal water after they put the urinal cake yeah. in there. All right, here we go. Cheers to oh, America, that guys. Bad too. It tastes like sugar water. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I cannot taste all three individual flavors. I'll no, say that. I think if you I carbonated simple syrup, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, this yeah. would taste like. Yeah. And then if you Milked Grimace into it. I have to admit, I actually like Mountain Dew Whiteout. I've never had it. It's, it's it reminds me of Citra. Do you remember that? Yeah, that soda. Yeah, yeah. I might actually want one of those heat wave chips just to get this flavor out of my mouth. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to too. So, I already tried it today at work with my with my other friend. Yeah. His other. Friend. I I have to admit something. Yeah. You liked it. I have to say. I hate diet soda, and I hate like yeah. the flavor of diet soda. Yeah, you hate aspartame. Yes, and sucralose. Yeah, this totally has that flavor. And I looked at the bottle; they freaking snunk sucralose in there. 
which makes no sense to me. No. It doesn't say diet anywhere. They're just trying to cut down on the calories because normally a 20-ounce bottle, it says serving size two bottles or two. Per, yeah, per bottle. Two oh, servings per bottle. This awful. is one bottle serving. It's, so it has high fructose corn syrup, but then it also has sucralose. So it just leaves you with that nasty aftertaste. Yeah, it tastes like shit. Play Moe's record. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to play... Uh, You're welcome, Mo, guys. Mo brought this one. I'm really um, going to eat one of these heat wave chips to clear out this. Wow. Um, that's saying something. This is Mac Davis. It's hard to be humble. I think I remember <laughs> this song from when I was a kid. Uh, Dave, I was telling Mo the picture of Mac <laughs> on the front. That is my dad, circa 1980, 1981. You just need to add a, need to add a mustache to the it. mustache, the cowboy yeah. stash. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Google... Mac Davis, it's hard to be humble. Oh, you're gonna love it. Uh, look at that album cover. Prepare and to you, be amazed. And you will fire see, emoji. You will see yep. what my dad uh, looked like when I was a kid. And if you look at the back, you can see what his dad looked like in a speedo. <laughs> I'm guessing we're just gonna play the title track. That's right. Back a few months ago, I was headlining at a great big nightclub, and he put me up. A couple of days early, I came in a couple of days early, and they put me up at what they call the Star Suite. Now, here I am, headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country, and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning in this Star Suite, all by myself. Yeah, that's what I said, all. But I did what I've always done, man, to cheer myself up. I picked up my guitar, I sat down, I wrote me a little song. Now this is how it feels to be alone at the top of the hill and trying to figure out why. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror cause I get better looking each day. To know me is to love me. I must be hell of a man Oh Lord it's hard to be humble but I'm doing the best that I can I used to have a girlfriend but I guess she just couldn't compete with all of these love starved women who keep clamoring at my feet Well, I probably could find me another But I guess they're all in all of me Who cares? I'd never get lonesome Cause I treasure my own company Oh, Lord, it's hard to be <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, that's what served as humor back in those days. Yeah, this is essentially Branson, Missouri. Yep. Yeah, exactly. This is the kind of entertainment you'll find in Branson, and it's supposed to be funny, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. supposed to be funny. Uh, would you like to see Mac Davis now? Oh man, is he dead for this? Ooh, huh. looking good, Mac. He dyes his hair. I see. What do you mean? I love the call and response. When you're doing what, what now? Doing what? Mac Davis was born in Lubbock, Texas. Oh, of course he was. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lubbock, Texas. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's probably enough of that. I would say so. So, what's the story? Where'd you get this? Uh, a friend of mine at work was out at the. You thought it was a friend of yours? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, uh, at a antique store, or, and picked up this record and looked at her husband and said, "Well, I'm getting this for him." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, "Nice." So yeah. Well, you know, Mac's been busy. He he's also an actor. He's, he's been in a bunch of uh, movies and television shows. He did voice work for King of the Hill. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, uh, Texas Texas. Yeah, yeah. What's his face watching out for him? I guess Big J Dog. No, the guy who created King of the Hill. What's his name? Oh. The Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Mike guy. Judge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something. Uh huh. Yep. Picture is everything, though. Yeah. Oh, I love that it's picture. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, should we skip right to uh, what we've been up to? Yeah, why not? Dave? What's going on, buddy boy? Uh, oh, I made a list. I made a list. It'll, it'll be quick. 12, 13 items. He's not kidding. Uh, oh, I have that song that I wanted to play for you guys. Oh, all right. Do I have to Google this? Do we all get to play a song? I can play it for you. I've got it on my Spotify. What's the song? Um, but it takes a little bit of explaining. It's called May I Have This Dance by Francis and the Lights. Have you heard of those guys? No. Nope. I'm getting a strong Peter Gabriel vibe. All right. And I want your guys' opinion. All right. It's not going to sway whether or not I like the song. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so far? No. Oh, this is the remix. Oh, we don't want the remix? That's fine. Oh, this is definitely Peter Gabriel. Right, yeah. like yeah. I almost, and I almost wondered if it's him singing it. Yeah. Like, like if I didn't know better, I'd say this is Peter Gabriel. That's what I thought. I mean, we don't have to listen to the whole song, but yeah, no, that's that's. But I I love this song. You love Sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Peter Peter Gabriel? Yeah, yeah. I would say that is that sound. I mean, on the way over, I was thinking to myself, "Is this really Peter Gabriel singing this song?" It's not, but at least I don't think it is. I don't know. That that was the remix, and they have Chance the Rapper. Yep. Yeah, the, I have this. I have this vinyl, and I listen to it more than I should admit. No more. Listen to this song. Oh, it's the same tune. Yeah. yeah. Wait till the vocals start. I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this tune. Yeah, I know, but. I mean, it's a little like 
listening to them back to back, I can yeah. kind of tell the difference now. There's not much of one, though. No, no. but it's really close. <laughs> Crazy. So, I've been listening to that album. I really don't like that many more songs on that album other than that one. Yeah. Because they're all really different. Mm-hmm. Um, he he does have a song in there where Bon Iver does the lead, does the, leads, <laughs> the, the vocals, and I really like that song, too. Introduce him like that, too. Yeah. This is my friend, Bon Iver. <laughs> that song's called Friends. That's a good one. All Kanye right. West is on it. Oh boy, he doesn't actually rap though, so I don't know what part. He doesn't he really do anything. No, he doesn't he? do that anyway. But I like it's. It's said that he was featured in that song. I would not be able to tell he was in that song. Mm. So I don't know if he helped produce it or something. Well, you know. All right, everyone's a producer now. Um, did you guys see Guardians of the Galaxy? I did. Nope. I've had that song "Brandy" stuck in my head for like <laughs> yeah. two weeks. Yeah, Brandy. it was a good movie. I thought they. I thought, I thought they it was great. The, I thought they hit the sentimental button a little, a little hard and often. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it was super funny. I thought. I thought I, it was funny too. I loved uh, Drax. I th- he was my favorite in this one. Yeah. I. F- um, I. I feel like Guardians is like a breath of fresh air with all the su- the superhero movies. Oh, totally, totally. It's uh, it's super entertaining. You know, they go for the laughs a lot, which is good. Um. You know, like I said, I felt like they hit the sen- sentiment button a little, little hard and often. But other than that, it was perfectly fine. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Master of None. We oh yeah, that's the back, second right? season last night. Yeah, how's that? It was so good. Yeah, yeah I was I, just talking with someone else about this. I love that show. I think I liked it think, better. Than thinking this. maybe I should watch that. I think I like the second season more than the first season. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about the second, which is not of the first i've heard you know i heard kind of mixed reviews about the first i liked the first everything i saw i've seen about the second has been positive yeah i just like the second more yeah. but i thought the first was really good too mm-hmm. so i like aziz and then my last one i don't know i don't remember if we've actually talked about this or not but they just released um you guys know my love for lynn manuel miranda uh-huh. the guy oh, yeah. who wrote hamilton hamilton yeah he did a f- like a 15 minute or 20 minute uh, radio play for This American Life called Twenty One Chump Street. All right, it's really good. And they, yeah. and they just re- he just released it on all the audio platforms. So I yeah. re-listened to it on the way here today. Yeah, <clears throat> it's about it's about undercover cops in high schools getting kids to sell them drugs. All right, it's it's really good. Yeah, and pretty much how I mean, it's just pointing out the fact that their tactics are a little bit shady. Yeah. And if if a kid makes one mistake, he's a felon. Yeah. Yep. For selling drugs to an undercover cop and Yeah. And so does it in a very clever musical way. It's it's super good though. Right on. And I listened to it when I listened to it again, I was like, "Oh man, I forgot how good this is." Right so there you go. Those are the things. Mo he bought a bike. Been bikes, bikes, playing bikes. Yeah, <laughs> got a fancy bike, and uh, and purging my house. Yeah, no shit, man. Like it's not fucking around. Giving uh, longboards and boxes of Nerf guns to my coworkers. Uh-huh. And uh huh. And video games to me. Yeah. yeah. 
so I can buy a switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It worked, didn't it? It did work. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so what's the deal with this bike? Uh, so it's it falls in the comfort bike category. So I had a hybrid that I... And I've got two mountain bikes, right? Like a normal... I guess technically it's a downhill bike, but it, it it's very, very light for a full suspension bike. So I use it as a trail bike. Then the fat bike, which is just a monster truck. Mm-hmm. As featured in uh, yes. Attack of the Psychedelic Zombies, man. Man. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> And then I had a, so I had a hybrid that I had bought for riding, you know, paved trails like around town. Yeah. Because Minneapolis in particular, St. Paul somewhat next to it has an insanely effective and thorough, uh, basically bike transit system. Mm-hmm. So that bike though, it's the same problem I have on my other bikes is because they're forward aggressive riding positions i have my neck is kind of fucked up so my right arm goes numb oh that's some shit yeah and uh there's no fixing that that's just that's a result of other things that have happened to granted me. you could pull off to the side of the road and give yourself a stranger <laughs> you well you really have to be quick it. yeah yeah because once you start shaking the arm around it comes back pretty fast <laughs> <laughs> so be like more like the acquaintance. You have to learn how to love yourself fast. Yeah. Not just the acquaintance. We how to call please it. yourself. So <laughs> the acquaintance. Um, yeah. So I got this other bike because to replace that bike so that I could sit much more upright, like the Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it. That's what it does. It's yeah. it's really badass. It's a Fuji. I <laughs> got it online, which does not support my local bike shop. Mm-hmm. But my local bike shop wouldn't carry it. Like you ordered it online. Ordered it online. Your house. A box showed up with a bike in it, and you had to put a third of it together. Wow. Yeah, that was quite a quite a day. But uh, I mean, did you just buy it from like Amazon? No, bikeshopwarehouse dot com. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a hell of a price. So, uh, anyway, but to that I put a rack and fenders and a, a back. A bag for the back and panniers and headlight that's like your car you know the whole shit and i got clipless or yeah clipless pedals you know dual so i got platforms on one side clipless on the other so that i can tool around all summer sweet can you get to your work from here uh not i gonna say how easily. the fuck you cross that river uh on a bus yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah or yeah. or you ride up to 494, where it crosses past the airport. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You take 13 wow. all the way to 494. Yeah. And then you, you can cross on 494 and come back, you know, th- those 10 miles again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My brother's been trying to convince me to bike to work. Yeah. Since I've been working there. Yeah. 10 years, man. You live so close. I know. Like, I know. I really should. Those, man, that the bike transit ways are... Like it's it's a little alarming at how fast you get around the city. I do have to. I would have to bike through some pretty shady parts of Minneapolis. Well, that's, yeah, but it's at like six fifty in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fine. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I love it. So that's what I've been doing. Sweet. Uh, my life has been all about almost exclusively Twin Peaks. 
Um, so I watched the original, you know, the, during the original run. And then uh, about 10 or 15 years ago, Christine and I watched it again when it came out on DVD. And, uh, and now the new series is out on Showtime. So I wanted to catch up, you know, like remind myself of everything that had happened. So in the past month, I've watched 30 episodes and uh, the movie. Whoa. Fire walk with me. Uh, I love the show so much, like especially the first season and then the first eight to ten episodes of the second season. Yeah. The, that Those are the best. That's I mean, that's pretty much how much I've watched other yeah. than a few episodes past that. Mm-hmm. But then I realized the main story is pretty much over. Yeah. The last, the back half of the second season gets a little dicey, like as far as just like, it's just hard to watch at the times. The soundtrack is captivating. Because it's so just <laughs> cheesy. Um, but I still found myself enjoying it this time, the third time through. I was like, huh, I, this isn't as bad as I remember it. You know, I mean, okay. there's still some, if you go along with it. One-eyed if you, jacks. If you realize that a lot of it is like just a, a parody of like soap opera, you know, if you, if you, if you watch it with it through that sort of lens. It it's definitely more entertaining. Um, I watched Fire Walk with me, um, which I do not think I can handle that movie. I watched that not last night, uh, the night before, and that is not a good movie. It's it's like super disturbing, isn't it? It's uh, got to be. It's yeah, it's disturbing, you know, because the whole the things the things, you know, the whole. The, the killer and, and yeah. the killer's motivation and all that shit. It, that is pretty fucked up, and it's it's not an easy watch. But it's a shitty movie uh, simply because it's kind of a shitty movie, you know? That's um, too bad. It, uh, it exists mainly just to fill in some blanks from the TV show, and then it also creates a lot more blanks. You know, like, yeah. oh, well, what's that all about? So oh, it came out after the after the show. It came out after the show, but it was a prequel yeah. to the show. Um, and because it came out after the show, Laura Palmer looks like she's about 37 years old um, instead <laughs> of a high school like girl. Yeah. High school teen. Yeah, she's supposed to be the homecoming queen. Yeah. Um, but she looks weathered. You know, she looks she looks a few years older than a few years out of high school. She might be a non-traditional college student. Non-trad. Yeah. By this point, yeah. Um, as do a couple of the others. They had to recast Lara Flynn Boyle, uh, her and uh, the role of Donna. They had to recast Aww. her because she didn't come back. I'd, apparently, she had objections to the nudity or something like that. And at this point, she was a semi big star for however brief oh. that moment of time that was. Um, I like Laura Flynn, Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah. Um, and then I guess uh, she was too busy doing Men in Black, too. Yeah, maybe. And then a couple other of the series cast, they were in it, but their scenes got cut. So there's not a lot of familiarity in the show. It starts out with a with a subplot starring Chris Isaacs uh, as an FBI agent, and then that really goes kind of nowhere. And then all of a sudden you're back in Twin Peaks, and it focuses exclusively on Laura Palmer and how fucked up her life is. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a... Whew, bit of a difficult slog that's why i couldn't that's why i couldn't bring myself to watch the movie after you find out like like the killer and what happened yeah i'm just like oh i cannot watch a movie that shows that yep and uh but i wanted to watch it again i mean i've I've seen that movie a couple times in the past but i wanted to watch it again 
uh, because apparently David Lynch said in order to fully appreciate this new season, uh, you should be familiar with the movie. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll trudge through that piece of shit again. And, uh, you know, there are good moments to it, but at the same time, uh, oof, it is not a good movie. I guess it got booed when it was at Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival. Wow. Yeah, I was reading up on it the other day, and it was it just like people were booing and, you know, not happy with whatever. Wow. It's not a good movie, man. So have you watched the new ones yet? No, no. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm ready now. I just finished uh, Fire Walk with me two nights ago. And I haven't had a chance to start the new series yet. But I've also been reading uh, the book uh, Christine got me for Christmas, uh, The Secret History of Twin Peaks um, by uh, Mark Frost, the co- uh, co-creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that is an interesting book. It It's exactly what it sounds like. It's like a, it's like a fictional like dossier of the history of the town of Twin Peaks. And it goes all the way back to like uh, uh, Lewis and Clark days, you know, when they... Wow. Yeah. Um, All I'm hearing is you're not reading in the Dark Tower series. Right no, 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 mm-hmm. no. I've, ta- huh. I've taken a, uh, huh. um, mm. a hiatus of unspecified, of an unspecified amount of time. Huh. Forever is the time. Yeah, yeah. It's and, on hold. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, and then today I ordered, um, or I pre-ordered um, uh, another book that Mark Frost is putting out. It's not coming out till October called The Final Dossier of Twin Peaks. Ooh. And uh, that's only, it looks like it's only like 150 pages or something. So how many episodes is the new show going to be? 18. Oh. Yeah, and it sounds like they're releasing like four at a time or something. Well, because I just saw a thing saying like, okay, you can watch the first two yeah. as they release, and then they're going to release three and four online. Yeah, yeah. And then just, it sounded confusing. Yeah. And I didn't know if there was only going to be four. 18. Yeah, and I have That's a long for like a premium show yeah. and i haven't read anything about it because i don't want to know anything about it but it's one of the headlines i saw was uh the new twin peaks is david lynch at his lynchiest and i was like oh shit <laughs> so there isn't going to be a lot of fun stuff in this one is there it's just going to be him just gonna going all full out david lynch fucking what the hell am i watching what else has he done that we would know uh mulholland drive oh i never saw it. that was really good um I like that one a lot. That was supposed to be, um, what's her name, uh, Audrey Horn. Remember her? Uh, in Twin Peaks, she was the the kooky uh, daughter of the guy who owned the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was supposed to be, there was supposed to be a spinoff, uh, either TV show or movie about Audrey Horn, but something got uh, got screwed up with scheduling or whatever, so he made Mulholland Drive instead, which is kind of that. What, wow. what what the Audrey Horn story was supposed to be, but that that was a pretty good movie. He also did Eraser Head and Blue Velvet and uh, Elephant Man or something. I don't know some some shit. He's oh, done a lot. Elephant of Man. I think he did that one too. Like with John Hurt, where he uh, won, no, he no, won no, the no, best no. actor for that. Uh, am I, am I completely talking out of my bunghole? Might be. Um. Uh. But anyway. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. He did a Duran Duran documentary. <laughs> I think I saw that. Yeah. Didn't we watch it at the cabin? Yes, he did The Elephant Man in 1980. Yeah. Uh, no, Hurt? no. That was, that was Twisted Sister. Oh. <laughs> the same era. The same thing, though. <laughs> That's just... That was, was terrible. <laughs> uh, he did Dune. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but John Hurt and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, that Elephant Man. Yeah. Yeah, he did John that. Hurt, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Elephant Man won the best picture, but 
John Hurt won the Oscar for it. I know that. Yeah. So anyway, he's done a bunch of stuff. So that's that. Um, that's pretty much been my life for the past few weeks. I, I haven't given you guys the Cheers update yet. Still, still plugging through Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Just finished the tenth season. Ooh, out of the eleventh. Uh, out of how many? Eleven. Oh, yeah. This is the last season. Really shake things up, man. It never goes downhill, though. I don't think. I think it stays strong till the end, doesn't it? Uh, I've liked it through. I think I feel like it. I, f- I think the eighth season was my favorite. Yeah. Even though Diane's gone and it's Rebecca now. Yeah. Rebecca gets real weird, man. Oh yeah, she does. She does. Like real weird. Yeah. And bit that, bit that, chubby too. I don't remember. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say like it's significant change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just fucking around. <laughs> oh. Just because that was her whole thing. Fat actress, oh. Kirstie Alley. But uh, I was like her whole post Cheers. Yeah. Hey, look at me. I'm fat. Yeah, I do remember that. That's what she went through for a while. It was just. It's just weird because it. She really turns really quick. All of a sudden, yeah. you're just like, what happened to her? Yeah, she like goes from really straight-laced and buttoned up to just a mental patient. Yes, and that's like within three episodes in the 10th <laughs> season, I was just like, what happened? <laughs> did she uh, Did she get engaged with the guy who calls her Rebecca? Did that happen yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love you, Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> that, might be engaged, towards, that might be toward the end of the series. She got engaged to the British guy. Oh no! This is the after super that. wealthy guy. Yeah, this might be this might uh, this might be the last season. I'm thinking. And, well, I'm on the last season right now. Yeah, she burned down the bar. Yeah, yeah. And then she also her high school sweetheart comes to town, and he's super gay. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't realize it, and she's like throwing herself at him. He's like, "Oh, honey." I like the 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 little guy that she had, her boss that she had that she like dated or something or. He was putting the moves on her or something, but he was like a little short, little Weasley guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, anyway, yeah. enough cheers talk, Dave. I'm sorry. But, it, oh, yeah. one one fact that blew my mind, cheers ended in the spring of, must have been the spring of 92. No, 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 the spring of 93. And then Frazier starts the fall of 93. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Just boom. Boom. Frazier's life is falling apart right now, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for the update, Dave. Yep. All right. All right. I know. Hey, inquiring minds want to know. Uh All right. To Hilden? To Hilden. Hilden. (laughs) Let's rock this. All right. Don Don Ciccio! All right. I feel like we should have eaten another heat chip for him. No, no, no. No? I love the guy, but (laughs) not worth it. Do USA. Do USA. All right. (laughs) Give us a call. 612-424-3835. 612-424-3835. Send us a letter, mailbag at mojomenace.com. And do not allow Dave to pick out chips for your next party. Yeah, I've had some good ones. Yeah. 